previously on Live at 605. We get there, and the lights all go down for Taylor Swift. And As concerts do. <laughs> I'm joking. Do you want your other nipple bit? No. Uh, <laughs> if it's you, yes. The pride. Anyway. So what? The pride is real. John Mallon. And Val Gomez. you live from beautiful downtown Toronto. This is the season 9 finale of Live at 605. This is episode 12, season 9, officially episode 105, unofficially episode 107 of Live at 605. And we made it. (laughs) Honky, we made it. (laughs) And uh, it's another beautiful day. It's actually Canadian Thanksgiving, so gobble, gobble to all those turkey eaters out there today. It feels like a really long time since we've recorded one, even though I know it's only been a week. Well, it's been eight days. The last one was... We've been doing Sundays instead of Mondays. Yeah. Because Mondays have been so busy because we've been going out and doing all these things. Right. But it's great. This season seems like it went by really fast. Okay. Um, doesn't it? When do we start? It's what? Well, I guess like four months or yeah, four yeah, months ago. Three, four, four months. Nine, twelve episodes, twelve weeks. Totally. Twelve, four months. Would be my <laughs> math skills. As we know, I'm not the greatest at math, but yeah, it went, seems like it went by fast. This bite is killing me. What happened? Remember, I got bitten yesterday out in the field. Now I'm always afraid I'm gonna get Lyman's disease. Well, here's the good news: is it's not the size of a flapjack. <laughs> And or a pants cake. Or a pants cake. So itchy. Here's the great thing. If it's itchy, we live in the Western world where they have free medical, especially in Canada, free med, medication care. <laughs> free medical care. <laughs> we can go to a doctor right now. And ask for medication care? Free medication care. <laughs> so unlike I was saying to you yesterday. What? When I was like, oh, remember that time you had that giant bump on your leg and yeah. you waited three days until it, it was, was searing hot and then oh guess what went to the doctor and it wasn't Lyman's disease it was just infected so he gave you medication <laughs> instead of living in fear that it was I had to get my foot amputated yeah exactly <laughs> but even that that happened what back in July no August August yeah. still that was an episode of the podcast. That was a whole thing. Yeah. Which I yeah. So, anyways, this season has been a pretty large season. We've done a lot. Done lots of stuff. Lots mm-hmm. of traveling. Lots of stories. Mm-hmm. We almost got taken out by the zombie apocalypse. Totally. I almost had my nipple ripped off by a little <laughs> kid last week, two weeks ago, whatever it yeah. was. I'm glad this season's out. I need time. You to need rest. a break. It's like you know, like the Jackass guys, where they. I feel like we just did a Jackass movie, and all these things happened to us. Yeah. And now I need a break. Well, even like I was texting with our friend Miranda of the podcast, and she's like, "Hey, she's like, are you back in town? She finally." And I was like, "Oh no, I'm leaving tomorrow again." Yeah. And she's like, "Man, you guys are busy." <laughs> <laughs> yes, 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 we, we are. are. <laughs> and it's like we can rattle off the next couple weeks of stuff we're doing during the weekday, mm-hmm. during the weekend. We got. Birthdays and friends parties and Halloween. Wedding showers, bachelorette parties. All kinds of stuff. <sighs> but um, there's lots of ways people can get in contact with us. And totally. Especially when this one comes out, you and I might post 
have a picture posted that we need people to vote on. Yes. So how do they get in contact and what do we need them to vote for? Well, I actually really enjoyed this week because I regained my followers on Instagram. Oh, yeah? Which was pretty awesome, How many guys. are you at now? I'm back at 212. 212. <laughs> I think I lost one this morning. I was at 213. Um, but if you want to get in contact with me and see some of the cool shit... That John and I have been doing, or I've been doing solo dolo. Mainly when, you and your cool shit. When I go on some trips, uh, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter. It's ValGomez23. Definitely one of the better Instagram games out there. Your Twitter could be a little bit stronger, but... <laughs> if you mean by stronger, existent. <laughs> if you, exist, you still have a couple hundred on there, I feel like. Hey, yeah, yeah. I just, I think my thing is now Instagram. Like, even friends are always like, oh, you post more shit on Instagram than you do on Facebook. And yeah. I was like, it's true. Even I don't post as much on Facebook these days. Unless it's yeah. like, it's more for the, the Facebook page, which is live at 605. Totally. Facebook.com slash live at 605. But uh, again, my Instagram is Malencamp, the most underappreciated, most Whoa. slept on Instagram out there. I don't even think I posted anything. I posted a Kelly Gruber jersey day one of the yeah. first Blue Jays playoff game. I yeah. get like six likes. Yeah. My coach just has a throwback Kelly Gruber baseball jersey. I don't know. Some might say they should be wearing it today, but instead they're wearing Chicago Cubs t-shirts. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> the most pivotal day of the Jays' career in 20 years, and John, who touts himself a huge Blue Jays fan, is wearing a Chicago Cubs t-shirt. <laughs> Let's just say I don't feel very confident with R.A. Dickey on the bump. Uh-oh. What? Let's get into that later. All right. We'll make a prediction. We'll see if we're right or wrong. Okay. But my Twitter game is pretty strong. I'm at Malencamp as well. And Facebook.com slash Live605. Didn't have too many memes this week. It was, a, no. it was a tough week. We were really busy with stuff. Yeah. I'll get back onto that this week. And if you guys want to make Live at 605 memes and send them our way, I'll post them. Ooh. But uh, if I was someone on iTunes and I wanted you to... You do it this time. I just I do the Facebook. We're 50-50 partners. Fine. So no, we're not. What's the, what's the split now? I'll give out the iTunes information for my 70-30 split. I'm losing it. You are. I'm losing my... I'm losing it. That's Joe <laughs> from The Bachelor. Can we do Bachelor like the set. best top 10 sayings from The Bachelorette? Yeah. This one? They're uh, all Joe sayings. They're all Joe sayings. Why can't he be the new Bachelor? I know. We should tweet him and see if he can be on our totally. podcast. Totally. probably call in. Um, so, okay. If you want to leave us um, a comment on our iTunes page, subscribe to the podcast and drop us a comment because every comment that you leave us there pushes us back into the news and noteworthy and helps extend the reach. Exactly. So, got a lot to talk about again this week. We've done a lot Thanksgiving weekend, yeah. traveling, this and that. But I always have to look at a calendar because I feel like we're so far into the future, but I'm like, holy shit, it's only been a week. Did you know in Back to the Future, because you know how they're doing all that stupid Back to the Future stuff where it's like, whoa, the movie Back to the Future, it's, the future's supposed to be like October 10th, 2015. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, whatever. Do you know who uh, in the Back to the Future movies, who they predicted to win the World Series in 2015? Who? The Chicago Cubs. Is that why you're wearing it's it? Not why, why, what, what, do you think I wear this so that you would be like, whoa, we're like in the future. So I'd be like... <laughs> Great segue. Let me talk about Back to the Future, a movie I don't care about. You don't care about Back to the Future? They lost me when they did the third 2. one. 2.21 gigawatts? Is that the saying? I guess so. <laughs> Back to the Future is a lot like the Ninja Turtles. <laughs> How? I, follow me here. I got you. Okay. The first two Ninja Turtles and Back to the Future movies were very good. Yeah. Uh, and then the third one, they both lost me because the third Back to the Future, they go back to like the Old West, which I'm like, I don't want to see no yeah, like, horse care. Most movies always go back to the West. 
And the Ninja Turtles... Do they go Tur- to the West or they go to Paris? Well, I was going to say that the Turtles went to the Far East and they went to like 1800 China. <laughs> they went to China in the 1800s. Oh, okay. It was more like samurai fighting, which I wasn't into. And I'm not into like horse and buggy... So you don't like period pieces? No. Is what you're saying to me. Which I think is why we never watch Game of Thrones. Although, you know what? The one period piece I quite enjoy is the Bastard Executioner 10 Tuesdays on uh, FX. This is not allowed to plug your own shit. Just because you cut amazing trailers for the Bastard Executioner on FX. Tuesday at 10. <laughs> Doesn't mean you get to talk about the Bastard That's... Executioner on FX. Hey, all I know is I like... Do you like Sons of Anarchy? I do. Sons of Anarchy is one of my favorite season finales, and the creator of Sons of Anarchy created the Bastard Executioner. Kurt Sutter? Kurt Sutter. And do you like old women butt butts? Not really. Do you want to see Katie Seagal's butt? Nope. Well, if you do, you can watch it 10 Tuesday on FX. She showed us her butt quite a bit. But where were we going with this? What happened this week? Uh, Well, before we get into all of that, the new segment, which you always have to get into, is we have to figure out if this past episode is Pops Malin approved or not. Uh, Well, I didn't hear shit. So I got a phone call from Pops Mallon, and he yes. was listening to the podcast because I told him I was going to be off Thursday and Friday for yeah. a stupid baseball game. We'll get okay. to that later. And he called me to be like, oh, I hear you're off this week. He's like, I heard your nipple got bitten off by a kid. All these things. <laughs> and he's like, I'll let you know my official ratings on the podcast later on. Okay. Unfortunately, he got hit with the sick bug. Oh. Talked to him yesterday. I was He was feeling quite under the weather. Okay. Didn't want to push it. But unfortunately... Because he didn't say it was, didn't say it wasn't, but last week's episode of Live 605 is officially not Pops Mallon approved. Damn, dog. That was officially Pops Mallon approved. Although I think if I were to talk to him, it would be because, I mean, my story, my nipple story is pretty good. (laughs) Yeah. I love it though. When, your, when we called your mom to wish her happy Thanksgiving, yeah. you would not tell your mom that story. I don't want her to hear about my nip getting bit. By a kid? Nah, it's just... it's Because I feel like she would be more worried and be like, okay, go get a tetanus shot. You don't shot. have, like, rabies. I don't know where that kid's... I don't know where that kid's finger or his teeth have been. Well, his finger's definitely been in his nose. Exactly. So. And his finger's been in his nose, which has also been in his mouth. <laughs> so I don't want to think about snot tits. Ew! I always get... I just realized, yeah, every... One of Ben's birthdays. All three of them. Yeah, this past birthday, I got my nipple bit. Yeah. The one before, a 10-year-old started tickling my tits. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm not related to you in the least bit. Like, this is weird. <laughs> and it would be weird if we were related. Yeah, and I don't even remember what the first one. I- I'm pretty sure he was only a baby. <laughs> well, you said it was all three birthdays. Well, two birthdays then. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, do you have- so why don't we get into sponsorships this week? Yeah. Do you have any? Um, my sponsor of the week goes back to the Toronto Pearson Airport. Sponsorship of the week. Where are you going? Come back. I just told you what I was doing. Why do you always leave when I talk? I officially, I paused the podcast. How to rude. Say, no, but I just said, I'm going to go grab my water. Are you ready? Why didn't you pause it? Go get your water and then come back. Because... Time is of the essence. Would you like it if I picked up and leave? Let's flash back a, li- a little bit. Back to when we, uh, 40 or 50 podcasts in a row, mm-hmm. we're, we're still recording. I'm talking about the band of the week, and you just up and leave me. <laughs> 
always leave you at the band. Exactly. Of you always pick some weird bands. I don't know. I think you like at least 40 of them. No way. No way. Anyways, so my sponsorship was at the Toronto Pearson Airport again. Because last week I went to Quebec City for work. Nice. And so I was saying, like, my flight, I think, was at about, what, 10 a.m. or so? I think so. And so I got to the, um, whatchamacallit, the airport. You go through. The cool thing is, and it's exactly the same about how John and I travel, I only take, like, a carry-on in my purse. Right. So I don't have to go through baggage check. I don't have right. to do that. Your boarding pass is on your phone, so it's, like, smooth sailing. Right. But I always know I get stopped at security. Of course without you Without a fail. Without a fail. Right? My boss ends up showing up 20 minutes after me, and she gets she gets to go through that Nexus line. Nice. And so she's like, Val, I'll wait for you. We can go to, the like, the Maple Leaf Lounge together. And I was like, don't worry, boss. I'm like, I will get stopped here two times. I shit you not, and I have nothing on me. Yeah. Right? And now one might think, I've learned my lesson since Calgary with my boots. Yeah. I took my boots off. Okay. Okay? I took out my laptop, my iPad, my phone, right? You took it all out. All of it came out into its own bin. My watch, my belt. Yeah. All of it comes off. Okay? I am ready to go through this thing like a trooper. So then the You're lady, practically naked, it sounds I'm practically like. naked. Technology naked and, like, yeah. ensemble naked. An ensemble naked. Right? And so I'm like, okay. We end up getting through, and, like, this dude in front of me, I felt like he should have got stopped because he was basically wearing, like, a cowboy outfit, and okay. he didn't take any of it they off. He had, like, a big belt buckle. Yeah, he didn't take shit. it off. So then yeah. I go through, and this chick with, like, dreadlocks is scanning, and, like, I can see my luggage. And I always think, because I bring T-Man, yeah. they're going to see, like, a bear. Well, who's T-Man for the people who are T-Man outside this apartment? T-Man is uh, John's little teddy bear growing up that I take when I leave to go on trips by myself. Right. right? And so then John... piece of me with you. Exactly. And then John keeps my big teddy and baby with no face. <laughs> because we are... Five years old, and we need teddy Shut bears. up, you. Right. So anyway, I'm looking at this screen with this chick with dreadlocks, and she's like, oh, what is that? And I'm worried she sees T-Man. Right. Okay? So they're going to, like, open T-Man and have, like, think they're finding, like, cocaine in them. Yeah, it's the same whenever I go home, like, for something, and you're like, you got to take baby with you or something. I'm like, I don't want to take it through security, because what if you were like, why do you have a little baby doll in your purse? No. My purse. I don't know how to wear a purse. <laughs> a merce. So then, anyway, we end up going through, um, what you want to call it, and they're like, excuse me, do you have any, like, uh, liquids in your bag? And I was like, nope. And then they're like, oh, you don't have soap or anything? And I was like, I have, like, face wash. Yeah. But it's all, like, standard size for traveling on planes now. That you've always taken everywhere. Always taken. And they're like, um, we're going to have to ask you to stand over here. And I was like, are you fucking serious? Get the hell out of here. So I like go through. And then this other guy who probably could be like, I could be tutoring him in like elementary school. Okay. He does not look old enough to be employed there. He's like, hey, um, is it okay if I open your bag? And I was like, uh, sure. Sure. And he's like, so you don't have any soaps or anything? And I'm like, no. No. I right? wouldn't know if I had packed soaps. So bitch. then they get the like the cocaine wand again and they start <laughs> patting my palms. Okay. And I was like, oh my God. Good thing like, you do cocaine. Never mind. <laughs> what? That's going to make a bad cocaine joke. I don't know about cocaine. No, of course not. But because we watch so much Narcos, I want you to watch Cocaine Cowboys, the documentary. I know. Oh, yeah, I do want to watch Yeah, it's all about Pablo Escobar and cocaine in the 80s in Miami. (laughs) So So either way, they start going through. This 11-year-old starts going through my bag and, like, opening up 
my like toiletry kit thing and that's like i have my makeup case within your black like toiletries case yeah which all it has is like face wash a, like a toothbrush um deodorant and dental floss like okay. i fully travel like a man okay yeah. and so this is the thing we're not going to something glamorous to my knowledge yet so he's literally going through everything and i'm like i have 20 minutes to get to the gate like Jesus. how long is this gonna take i have yeah. to suit up as this like cowboy is like about to go walk into the night with all his shit right right but i'm like stuck here again and so they're like oh you know Sorry, you know, we just saw something weird. It could have been, like, a combination of your stuff together to make it look like soap. Isn't that their job to know, like, yeah! to distinguish this And then this I was shit. like, don't you have, like, this, like, 2015 technology to, like, suss this shit out? Yeah. But I'm also, like, like, I'm traveling again tomorrow. Yeah. And if I get stopped again, I fully feel like I'm being targeted. Oh, you're definitely right? on, yeah. I'm on a list. I have to be on a list. You're on a list. Well, it's like our good friend, Danimal, where him and I used to fly and... Uh, he used, someone used to be on, like, the no-fly list that had his first and last name. Yeah. So every time him and I would fly together. The actor? No, someone, I won't say his name, whatever, but, so Dan would fly, and, like, it wouldn't be through going through security, be going through customs. Yeah. They'd be like, okay, were you ever in this, uh, have you, yeah, visited this state of the Arkansas or whatever? Have you ever been? Arkansas is a state. That's what I mean. Have you ever been in Arkansas? (laughs) And he'd be like, no, because, like, okay, someone with your name. They type in Dan so-and-so, and and someone named Dan so-and-so is on the no-fly list or on, like, the whatever list. Anyone (laughs) with that name is going to get stopped because it could be him. So (laughs) you could be targeted. Maybe there is a Val Gomez out there. Well, the funny story is... a badass bitch or basic (laughs) bitch or something. What are you doing? I dropped my hair time. Um, So the funny story part about it is, so because I've had to, like, book, like, two trips within, like, the last, like, week and a half... Um, and we go through my company's travel, um, I guess, de- uh, deployer yeah. or whatever the hell it's called. Um, apparently I was doing it wrong and I, there was no record of me being a female really? or my date of birth oh my God. in uh, the travel log. And so the lady who is like from the corporate office, she was like, um, I'm kind of concerned as how you even were able to travel if we don't even have you here as like a human. It oh was like God. an alias name. Right. Maybe that is, maybe <laughs> so, you are on a the list then. So maybe I am on a list because I thought that that was pretty funny. She's like, how did you go to the States and go to Calgary if you don't <laughs> exist in our like agenda? I'm like, I don't know, dude. So <laughs> right? what you're saying is you should be getting stopped more. So what the fact maybe. that you're getting stopped this little like you're doing all right for yourself well she was like a weird southern belle and i just remember giggling at everything she said because she's like oh good lord you're not even in this agenda <laughs> like tammy taylor <laughs> yeah. from friday night lights <laughs> and so i just started laughing she's like this is serious i'm like oh god golly girl oh, golly jeez <laughs> it is serious but i'm like this is such a hoot <laughs> I like that. So that was my sponsor. It's just like the triple effect of being caught every single damn time I travel anywhere. Well, that is one crazy sponsorship of the week. Sponsorship of the week. I was going to go bigger with the lockdown, but I'll save that for a body story. Save that for a body story. Okay. Um, I guess I have a sponsorship of the week myself. Okay. Sponsorship of the week. It's from yesterday on the go train ride home from your folks' house. What was I doing? You were there, but I don't think you were paying attention to no, what was I'm going so on. No, I'm so tired all the time. So yesterday was... 
Thanksgiving we had it at your parents' house, which was very Thanksgiving nice. only in Canada. Thanksgiving, Canadian Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Although you could be listening to this on U.S. Thanksgiving. That's true, too. But we were on the GO train coming back into the city, and we sat down in our seats, and there was this group of four people behind me. And again, it was almost like a Southern Belle, except not Southern, not Southern Belle. Oh, I could hear them. Yeah, she was more Southern trash. Because <laughs> <laughs> the first thing I hear, she's like, Oh yeah, what I don't I don't know I'm not doing the accent. I'm just I was like, talk. why is she Spanish? Hola, chico. Come <laughs> on, Holmes. She's just like um, she was just wildly inappropriate and wildly loud. Or she'd be like, yeah, when I had my first baby, you know, I was more booby with her. Yeah, I was way more booby. But then my second kid, I was way I had way more of a bigger butt because I had a C-section. Yeah. So you know, she came out my stomach, so my ass was like huge. And then she was. You can't see my face now, but it's like super grossed out. Yeah, and just like the conversations they were having. That's like I don't know. We're pretty like pretty conservative with that kind of shit. Like I don't want you having those conversations in a public forum. Well, no, or just make them quieter. Like don't be so loud. And then she just went on to be like, "Yeah, my littlest one had like 15 stitches in his chin when he like fell off the the table, and then my other one." Had ten in the back of his head because he rolled down the stairs. All See, the- I almost don't mind those stories because at least those ones are better. But it's like if you put them all together, like, woman, keep your voice down. Yeah, and she's like, oh, my eight-year-old's just sucking on my tit now because hey! he gets the milk out. But that's okay because he's got five stitches in his ears. Cause... And the kid was sitting beside her. Yeah, she was. Whoa. Exactly. And the kid's just like, oh, jeez. <laughs> that's more of a southern trashy yeah. bell. So anyways, that's a quick sponsorship. I just thought, like... I think it's like, okay, wait a second. To continue with this sponsor... Does it bother you when yes. people... Yeah, obviously. It's us, right? Does it bother you when people have what could be deemed inappropriate conversations in a public forum? Or do, like, like breastfeeding in public? Um, I get... Hey, look. I get If you got to breastfeed in public, you got to mm-hmm. do it. But there's ways to do it. You can do it with your titties out and people yeah. watch you where I'm like, okay, there could be kids around. Yeah. And there's ways you can do it and you can cover and so it's not as, like... Yeah. I don't, that one I'd have more of an issue with. I get it. If you gotta do it, you gotta do it. Just like cover yeah. up more. It's more of the inappropriate talking loudly. Yeah. Like not knowing your surroundings. What about then the people who take their shirts off on the go trip? Oh, that's just bullshit too. <laughs> like sit there, put headphones on that aren't too loud. Mm-hmm. If you're going to talk to someone, do it quietly. Yeah. If not, use sign language. See, it bothers me more when guys just take their shirts off in, like, public transit that has air conditioning yeah. versus a woman breastfeeding. Like, that one guy who's, like, yeah, one guy. all tatted up. Yeah. And he's like, I'm going to take my shirt off. I'm like, boy, it's, like, fucking, like, minus 17 in Bati here. Body boy. Although that guy was a poser because he took his shirt off. He had tattoos. But he got on the phone and he's like, yeah, so mom's picking me up at the... <laughs> Loser. I'm like, if you were like anyone of credit, you'd be walking or you wouldn't even be on a go train. I was like, Mom, pick me up now. I'm hungry for the meatloaf. It's like, but, um, but what? No, I just was thinking about my other sponsors. Delver, do you want to see him? Yeah, yeah. Well, I was just going to say the thing that we're on the go train going to your parents' house and the chick sitting in front of us on this two seater. Mm-hmm. She, like, was reading a book or reading her iPad. She curled up and laid down on the yeah. chairs. I'm like, don't lie down on this <laughs> with your dirty-ass shoes, like your fake cholo Ew, yeah, shoes. yeah, that's weird. Chico shoes, whatever they are. Like, we know you got them out of the back of a dump truck. Like, they're not real. I'm <laughs> or like, H&M. Or H&M, yeah. But anyways, I just thought that was that's quite funny. annoying. So that is my sponsorship from this past week. Sponsorship of the week. <laughs> I realize that. that how many places have we gone to this year so far? Uh, 
I don't know. I feel like we we done New York. We did Chicago. Yeah. yeah. We We've did Niagara, Ottawa, Ottawa. Niagara. I've gone Cali, Saskatchewan, or Alberta. Yeah. Quebec. Yeah. Saskatchewan tomorrow. Yeah. So I was thinking about this. I'm pretty superstitious when I fly, okay. and it never wigged me out till this past trip coming home, where I couldn't predetermine my seat. Okay. Coming home. So when we ever we fly, I always make it a point to sit on the right hand side of a plane. Really? Yeah. Why? And I always try and get the window seat. Okay. Right? And I don't know what it is about it, but this time flying back from Quebec to Toronto, I was sitting on the left hand side of the plane, but okay. it freaked me out a little bit. Really? I don't know what it is. And I, I can't describe it, but I wasn't okay with it. It was only like an hour and a half flight. Yeah. But it wigged me out. And then the other thing is, because I usually give you the aisle seat so you have more leg room. Yeah, I give you the window seat so you can look out the window. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, I had to sit in the aisle seat, which I'm like, oh, I don't like this either. But you've done it before, the aisle seats. I have done it the aisle seat, but what I failed to mention was that both ways going to Quebec um, and coming home... I was sitting beside the world's largest people. Really? Like, the weird thing was, was that their legs were pretty thin, but their, like, middle part, like, their torso area was so big, and it was one of those smaller, like, Air Canada jazz flights, that their girth was, again, in my seat. Seeping over. Exactly. And so, usually, if I sit beside the window, I can proportionately put myself up against the window. Right. But if I'm sitting in the aisle, I can't push out into the aisle, because then I'm going to get hit. Yeah, yeah, no, that makes sense. Right? The steward. I the one thing I hate about sitting on the aisles, I always get hit with like the stewardess's push cart. Push thing. cart. It always happens. And so I think the weird thing is, is that that was in the movie The Wedding Singer, where Drew Barrymore was like sitting like with her arm out, and then yeah. that thing came in and like hit her. Yeah. And her stupid um, boyfriend. Yeah. Was like, oh no, what happened? Right? Because right. he gave she asked to sit beside the window. Yeah. And he was like, no, no, I like to see the lights of Vegas or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then I was sitting in the aisle seat coming home because this large dude who literally was breathing so fucking loud as if he ran a marathon, like, trying to get onto the plane, yeah. right? The plane is already smaller in general, and the aisle is not as wide as, like, a full-fledged, like, 747 would be. Yeah. And so the woman, I think I told you this, the woman who was one of the stewardesses, like, she had some junk in the trunk. Okay. Right? And she so... She was dragging a wagon? Oh, she was dragging a... She was, like, dragging, like, two wagons. Okay. Right? And so I would, by nature of this man leaning over me, I would lean over into the aisle seat, but so that my elbow was out, and so was my head. Yeah. So then every time that woman would walk by, her ass would hit me in the really? face. Really? And I was like, get me big off. Big booty popping. Yeah, big booty popping. And I was like, this is the worst. Like, I just feel like sometimes, like, I know we're talking about, like, should you be able to breastfeed on a plane? Should blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. But I'm like, if you, like, especially for a smaller plane, like, I don't think it's safe. Like, I'm getting injured now. Right. Right? Putting my head out in an aisle. Yeah, like, of all course. Day, every day. And this guy's, like, leaning over me. I'm like, should he have to buy two seats 
Yeah, well, it depends. If you got a, if you, I think, on a smaller plane, like yeah. the bigger planes, it's not a big deal because the the well, seats are a bit wider. Here's the thing: if you need a seatbelt extender, then you probably should be buying two seats. I I didn't even see him put on a safety belt. I won't okay. even lie. Well, he was probably wedged in there real good. Yeah. Well, here's I got a question, an airport question, but then there's one thing that you made me think of that I wanted to bring up. What? This is the one thing problem I have with certain movies it just makes me laugh when you mentioned the wedding singer mm-hmm. when, they, when you're like yeah the guy's like i want to sit in the window so i can see the lights mm-hmm. you know it's like these movies where the girl their guy is dating like the like the biggest asshole in the world but it's like okay adam sandler really likes drew barrymore but she's dating and getting married to the worst guy in the world yeah. but he's okay and then she ends up with adam sandler or it's like wedding crashers yeah. where chicks dating bradley cooper he's yeah. like the worst guy ever yeah and it's like, oh, all these people are always the worst ever. It's like, why would they end up with someone? They're because they, like, it was security. Remember? Drew Barrymore's thing with the wedding crasher guy was like, oh, he could provide her, like, a life. Uh, Whereas, that was, like, uh, the whole premise. Of I'll be honest, Dave, I've only seen parts of it on, You've like, only Nick seen? at Night or something. Are you serious? Oh, my God. Steve Buscemi in that movie, like, slays me. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I can't think of any more examples. But anyways, but I was going to say... Because <laughs> you've been traveling by yourself, what is your talking etiquette on the plane? Like, do you get down? Do you say hi to the person? How's uh, it going? Or do you just like, sit, like, or does it depend depend on how they look? Like, if they look nice or mean, like the guy, the bigger gentleman. Yeah. Did you sit down like say hey, how's it going? Or does it just like, oh yeah, you know me. I'll try and talk to everyone, but I am like at this point, especially like if it's an early flight, like. When I came back from Quebec this week or this past week, I'd already done like meetings in the morning and we did travel. <laughs> John just um, gutted out. <laughs> I know, I stretched. Um, and then I was like just exhausted. So I think he was like, Oh, I'm sitting there. And I was like, Oh, okay, no problem. And I was like, How's your day? And he's like, Good. And I'm like, Okay, headphones on. Right. right. So like, I don't really want to talk to anyone. But there was like, um, on the way back when we were going through security, this guy who was like older. Yeah. I made oh. a point of telling you this. He complimented my new coat for I got in uh, Chicago. Yes, and yes, I thought yes. it was weird because no guys have actually complimented my new like leather coat. Well, I had that written down. So did you tell everyone about this jacket? Because I mentioned I want you to talk about your Union Station's jackets. <laughs> so tell, tell okay, them I'll the tell jacket them breakdown. Story. So basically when I got, um, and it just kind of timed out perfectly, when I got the new job, John and I had already booked a trip to Chicago and so we were going there for the baseball game. We were yeah. also going to see a concert going and just like pizza. pizza and just hanging out. But up until that point, literally, like no shit of a lie, I hadn't actually bought myself anything because I hadn't spent any money on any shopping fun stuff in about five to six months. So we were walking around and there was... Um, like, I was like, you know what, I kind of want to drop some money on some stuff for me. If I find anything cool, I'll buy it. If not, not really, right? Yeah. So we were walking. It was also, like, the beginning of summer at this point. And we ended up walking to, like, downtown Chicago area, yeah. I guess. Yeah. And we found this, like, boutique, like, one-of-a-kind store with, like, all, like, necklaces and dresses like, and jackets There was a and sign stuff. outside that said, like, bases, basic bitches need not apply. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. So we go in, and I ended up seeing, like, a ton of fun stuff. Oh, yeah. Right? Like, just blouses, shirts, jewelry, everything. And, like, John was hanging out, like, in a chair. Right? <laughs> yeah. And so 
at the end, and the woman there was really cool. She was like being my personal stylist yeah. a little bit. I ended up finding. I, it's like I thought I like rubbed the shit on my leg. I was like, what is oh, this? Oh no! It's just it's like a mark. Yeah, sorry, I got scared. That um, was like a big. What's your Lyman's disease. Or no, Lyman's disease. Lyman's disease. Sorry, then, keep going. What happened was, um, I saw this jacket, and it was like this lighter, like caramel colored, like leather jacket that yeah. had like a peplum back and like a cape front, I guess. Yeah. Like a poncho y. Not poncho, Not pon- but yeah, like a scarf y. Yeah. Front side, and I'm like, oh my god, this jacket is so badass. I need to have it. And the woman's like, this looks so good for you. I got you. I was gonna get you the one in white, yeah. right? And I was like, oh no, I'm like, I already have like a white jacket. Like this would be super cool for the fall. And I'm like, you were like, oh my god, it is so you. Yeah. And I think you were kind of like, it's a little weird. A little bit. I've never seen anything like it. But, yeah. But then you liked it a lot, and then the more yeah. I thought about, it, I'm like, yeah, you like. You're Weird like a, tre- you're a trend set setter. Yeah. Like, you wear stuff people don't usually wear. And so I was like, okay, I'm so stoked to wear this because I guess I won't get to wear it till the fall. Yeah, because this is what, like, J- June. June right? <laughs> yeah. And so I was like, whatever. So press on, press on. I'm walking. Like, I was so stoked to start supporting this jacket in the city. Like, as soon yeah. as we got back and the weather changed in Toronto, I'm walking down to work. And I'm like, okay, you know what? With my riding boots and, like jeans and my new like purse i'm like okay i'm pretty pretty hardcore right now yeah so then true to form walking through union station through the york concourse and i have my headphones on obviously listening to the new ryan adams do a cover uh, of taylor swift i thought you were gonna say obviously listening to live at 605 oh i maybe i was i was into something because i did not see this chick start to like molest me oh my god so like i'm walking through and it's basically like hurtling cattle through these tiny little hallways and Helen s- keller through these hallways yeah What'd you say? hurting kettle oh okay why would it be helen keller i don't know that's why i, was, I stopped like, him i don't know what nobody's that means. like freaking typing out brailles <laughs> i know um so then anyway this woman like comes and like and this is where you should probably be more aware of your surroundings where right. i'm just not um she comes in like she grabs me not a, super aggressively but like on the the sleeve and i like it's uh, still weird it's though. still a little weird and i like jumped out of my skin and was like she's like oh my god i'm so sorry i scared you and i was like oh no problem i'm like is everything okay yeah. she's like sorry she's just like i just i've been like seeing you walk through here and she's like i really love your jacket yeah and i was like oh thank you and i was like so stoked like Totally downplaying it, but I was like, yup. Of course you are. Right? Like, this is amazing. Um, And so she's like, where did you get it? And I was like, I actually got it from this boutique store in Chicago. And the lady, when I bought it, gave me her business card. Yeah. And told me to, like, Instagram her out if I'm, like, You're supposed hot wearing. To, yeah. I just, nobody's going to take a picture of me wearing the coat. No, but I'll take a picture of you wearing Like, if we're out one day, yeah, you can. Yeah, but you're still supposed to post it and be like, look at this badass jacket I got. Either way. So then I told her, I was like, oh, I got it. I'm like, maybe you can get it online or, like, if they have any previous orders or whatever. Do you remember what the store was called? Yeah, it's like Akira or something. Okay. Um, So either way, I thought that was pretty cool. She ended up, like, being, like, super nice and just, like... Yeah, she's like, I know I scared you, but I just, I really wanted to flag you down. She's like, I hope you don't think it's weird. I'm like, no, no, totally. How old is she? Probably like, like mid thirties, like as well. And so, um, I thought that that was pretty cool and she looked pretty styling. So I felt like I, I finally came home a little bit, like I was accepted. Um, but yeah. No, that's weird. It just reminds me of that time when I was walking home from work and I was waiting, I was waiting at a stoplight and this woman came up to me and she's like, what time is it? And like grabbed my arm. (laughs) And I had my big Beats by yeah. Dre. I felt like, what time is it? She grabbed my arm, 
to look at the watch. Yeah. I was like, joke's on you. My watch doesn't work. And if you just asked me instead of grabbing my arm, I'd pull my phone out and tell you. See? But I didn't, and she didn't find out the See, time. See, the aggressiveness is what gets you. But it's like the watch thing freaks me out more. Yeah, she, she grabbed my arm. Yeah. We're going to take a quick break for a second, but this... The exact spot where this lady grabbed my arm to to look at my watch is the exact spot where I just saw David Price on his scooter. And I'll Whoa. tell you that story in two seconds. Yes. And just like that, you didn't know that we were gone. For like two hours. Two hours. You had some stuff to do. We just ate some lunch. Uh, we just watched the first inning of Game 4 of the Toronto Blue Jays. Okay. And spoiler alert, 3 nothing Jays Whoa. at the top of the first inning. So we're going to... Quickly, not quickly, we're going to no. give it our full attention. Of course. And then, so, while we're Just because this is the biggest day in 20 years. And, yeah, in <laughs> 22 years. 22 years. And Robert Allen Dickey's on the bump for us right now. <laughs> I didn't even know that was his name. Robert, Robert Allen, yes. <laughs> but, uh, which is a great segue because it leads into the David Price story I yes. have. And then maybe from there we can talk a little Blue Jays predictions. Yeah. And so, Monday, and we, it even leads into what we can talk about Monday night. Yeah. It's crazy that was already a week ago, but Monday night you had a great idea of having our friend Lori and Garris over for like a nice oh, yeah. grown-up dinner. dinner. The, the way that played out actually was Lori, um, we hadn't seen her since her birthday again in early summer, and so she's like, we haven't seen you guys, but little does she know that me, you, and Ferris have hung out quite a fair bit. Yeah, and well, she lives about five minutes away from yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, so. and Lori lives like an hour and a bit away from us. So yeah. either way, you actually still work with Lori. Yeah. So I You still sometimes see. don't even see her for long no. periods of time. We're at, at opposite ends of the uh, <laughs> floor now. So I was like, you know what? It's busy. I'm like, John and I have like action-packed weeks. I'm like, I also just want to hang out with him too so i was like it's sometimes just easier if you guys just come over to our house and i'll cook you dinner yeah um and so my logic behind this was if you guys come over for 6 30 that means you'll leave earlier <laughs> little did i know that never is what happens oh it never is people so, enjoy our company too much yeah as well. so i made uh dinner for everybody so we had paella delicious ferris um did some salads and Lori made some awesome sangria Exactly. So, like you said, her and I work together, and she drives a car, so she was nice enough to let me hitch a ride to my own apartment. Amazing. Where you would feed her. Where we would feed her. But we're driving back, and we're right at Lakeshore and Spadina. Yeah. And we're waiting at the light in the same spot where that lady once grabbed my arm to ask for the time. We're stopped at the light, and I see this tall guy on a scooter, like a stand-up scooter. Yeah. A motorized stand-up scooter with a woman. He's kind of holding her in front of him and, hold, like, sorry, she's in front of him, but he's controlling the scooter. Okay. They're both standing up, and people are staring at them, and then all of a sudden, he crosses the street, turns on his scooter, and drives right pa- and rides right past our car. Yeah. I'm like, that's David Price. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. And, like, people are, like, pointing and, that's like, so smiling. That's awesome. And he's kind of, like... Kind of give everyone like yeah. the head nods. And, like, oh. He always has a big smile on his face. Yeah, he looks like he's so excited. Apparently, when the new iPhone 6s came out, he yeah. ended up riding his scooter into the Eden Center <laughs> really? to go get a new phone. David Price, if you're listening to this podcast, A, come on it, we'll talk to yeah. you. Yeah. And B, just re-sign at the Blue Jays. Honestly. Like, come on now. But I thought it was super funny. Uh, but the one thing is, I'm like, okay, this was Monday. Yeah. He was scheduled to pitch game one of the playoffs, 22-year drought on Thursday. Wow. I'm like... He's zipping around Zipping town. around, no helmet or anything. Wow. 
Uh, I'm like, I don't know, maybe protect yourself. <laughs> but anyways, it was still cool. I'm like, damn it, he was riding down the area where I would be walking home. Aww. So if I wasn't driving, like obviously it was nice to get a drive. Yeah. But I'm like, and I wouldn't have stopped him on his scooter, but I would have maybe waved and be like, hey. <laughs> you look so nerdy when you just wave. <laughs> well, I am quite nerdy. We're like, oh, hi, David. Hi, David. Let me spread myself for you. So then when we drove home for the dinner that, that night. That uh, No, dinner was a big su- success. Even Lori's like, oh, what, what are you guys making? I'm like, oh, Val's making paella. She's like, what's that? I know. And I told her, and did she not take seconds and thirds and then took some home yeah. with her? My biggest fear growing up as a Gomez is not having enough food to feed family and friends if they ever come over. Mm-hmm. And I was genuinely nervous because all of you guys ate everything. Of course, it's delicious. I felt like we didn't have enough food. Towards the end. Uh, no, there's more than enough food, I think. Well, it's also like, you and I are good and like, still help me God, if you ever had dietary restrictions, I don't think we'd be together. But no. like, um, I do get nervous because like, Lori has like a thing with dairy right. that she can't eat and like, Ferris is fine with everything, which is awesome. Yeah. But I'm always like, oh, what do you cook? So I was like, all right, a giant vat of Spanish rice, chicken... Yeah. Uh, what is it? Shrimp, chorizo, yeah. peppers, tomatoes, salads, spinach, etc. Yeah. Good to go. I like it. Yeah, I know it's delicious. So, yeah. It was quite good. Um, so I have a few more notes here of mm-hmm. things I want to talk about. This what is... about my Tuesday? Yeah, that is on my notes. What is it? What did you write for it? I said Tuesday. Yeah, right. Let me see your notes, you fucking liar. Don't type it. <laughs> no, I wrote... Uh, Val gets stopped for a jacket, Blue Jay talk, Ladybug drive, Halloween talk, costume talk, yes. shopping, bad mirrors, can't pull off cool clothes, painting, hit the post freestyle, Whoa. and season finale. So Whoa. let's talk about your Tuesday. My Tuesday because it was a continuation from Mundi. Right. Sangria. It was like the Sangria week. The Sangria girls. So that'd be a good band name. That would be. Um. So on Tuesday, because you were going out with the guys on Wednesday, yeah. so I booked it to with the girls on Tuesday. So Kate, myself, Rocky, and Taryn... Um, from podcast fame, we ended up going to Milagros for Mexican food okay. and more sangria. So I think I had about four giant wine glasses of sangria nice. on Tuesday night, which only made sense because then I was about 85% red wine, nah. I think, for Wednesday. Well, you got to keep you away from that red wine, though. I know, but it was so good. It was so nice to catch up with um, Kate and Rocky because I haven't seen them in a while. And like just like dear friend Benoit of the podcast, yeah. I was saying about Taryn is that you know she moved here obviously um when her and jay got together and then obviously she's lives here now because they got married and everything yeah. but i'm like you obviously want her to have friends outside of jay right yeah, of and so i'm like maybe she has this maybe she doesn't right right but i was like oh i'll invite her to come and hang with us because i'm like she obviously knows kate and rocky's great people um but it was really cute when we got to the restaurant she was like i thought it was a mistake when you put me on here so i had to ask kate if val made a mistake and i was really? like no and kate's like of course she didn't and um, I was just happy because I think like Taryn's like super hilarious. For so sure, she's awesome. Act- and we're actually going to their house this Friday. Right, right, right. For um, a barbecue, I that think. Should be very fun. So like I said, the the, the cool kids invited us invited <laughs> us over. I was like, whoa, the popular kids. I don't know, but yeah, I was popular in high school. Of course you were. No, I'm kidding. I wasn't. I was a big nerd. <laughs> Meanwhile, you only still have 15 close friends from That's high school. That's because we were all That's friends like- with these same people. 
people. Yeah, but you were popular. Amongst these 15 people. Yeah, I had like three. <laughs> Your school is weird, though. Ew, are you talking about my Roland Mitchner public round yeah, school? Yeah, it's like so many weird names that Roland Mitchner. W. Erskine Johnson Middle Erskine. School. And then uh, Earl of March Wedge was my high school. <laughs> all just sound like weird names put together. And then even when I had a brief when I was in... Why are you enunciating so much? I don't know. When I was in grade one living in Toronto, a.k.a. Thornhill. What up, Thorn? <laughs> I, I went to school in a porta pack <laughs> when I was in grade one. A porta potty? Uh, no, a porta pack. What's that? It is two portables packed together, a porta pack. Very progressive for 1989. Is that a real thing? It is, a porta pack. How, how did you go to a porta pack and you were four years old? All right, my math's a little, I meant 1991. Because <laughs> 91, I was in grade one, and then halfway through grade one, the winter of grade one, I moved to Ottawa. You didn't want to talk about not having any friends. Aww. I think my mom told my teacher to make, to ask some kids to play with me. Aww. I used to just like roam the playgrounds. But then, like I said... The mean streets of Canada. Canada. <laughs> Everything changed great, too. I meet, meet my boy. I know this damn Andy story. Andy Sinclair becomes the most popular kid, a.k.a. I'm the Goes second most popular Winnipeg. kid. Moves to Winnipeg. Haven't seen the guy since grade seven when the... Did you look him up on LinkedIn? I've looked him up everywhere. And? I think he might be in jail. Oh, <laughs> That's why he's so popular? Uh, he He's was telling st- stories of yesteryear with you? And when I played baseball, when I was on all those championship teams, who do you think was our starting pitcher? I got Andy him. Sinclair. Okay. And who was our coach? Pop Smallin. Who was the starting second baseman, a.k.a. the best leadoff boy? What? Your boy right here. This is so weird. So, anyways, that was a fun Tuesday night. Yeah. Wednesday, I went out with Dan. We went to Boston Pizza. It was quite fun. Um, Which is nice because the previous one I went to T-Swift with Tesla, we had a very long, drawn-out Boston, Boston Pizza experience Pizza. for you guys. Now, this one was good. So we actually had a bit of a plan for today's podcast. We wanted to talk about, since this is our season finale, we wanted to talk about best TV show season finales, because mm-hmm. we, haven't, we haven't talked TV in a while. No. But we, before we got into that, I thought maybe we should do one last ep- uh, part of Hit the Post, maybe ride out this season. Sure. So do you want to do a round of Hit the Post? Okay. Let's do it. Let's hit the post. Hat trick, motherfucker. So Hit the Post. I'm not going to explain it. You guys know how it goes. The question is, do you want to go first or yeah. second? First. So you want me to pick the song for you? No, actually, you I'll, you go first. So you are going to pick the song. I'm going to pick this song. Okay. I've added some new songs today as well. And I just downloaded We Will Still Need a Song by Hoskley Workman today. Okay. So here is the playlist. Some new songs have been added. I'll give you my phone. I'll give you the iPad. Okay. And you choose a song and some information for me over here. Mm. What are we thinking? The song will be Tonight Tonight, Smashing Pumpkins. Okay. The radio station will be 102.3. Okay. In Halifax. Okay. The Hawk. Okay. In Halifax. Okay. It is Thanksgiving weekend. Okay. And you're you have to warn people not to drink and drive. Okay. All right, I'm good. I don't even need preparation. Okay. <clears throat> Until you pick all your own stuff, <laughs> don't say anything. As long as I hit the post, you know. <laughs> okay, ready? Mm-hmm. In three, two, one. And welcome back to one hundred two point three, the Hawk in Halifax. <laughs> 
It's your boy John, and it's beautiful Thanksgiving weekend. He's and I scared of me. and I hope you're spending it with loved ones. If not, you're spending it with your boy John and the hawk. <laughs> and I just want to remind you, while you're out with family and friends, you can drink, but please, please don't drive because tonight, tonight, I want you all to be safe. And this reminds me of a great band called The Smashing Pumpkins. And if you like the band Zwan, you'll definitely like Smashing Pumpkins. So this is it tonight, tonight. Let's get into it. 102.3 The Hawk. <laughs> Halifax number one music. Let's go. <laughs> ah, I did not do it. I thought I had it. Do one more hawk sound. <laughs> That's not a hawk, is it? <laughs> that was ridiculous. That was ridiculous. 102.3 The Hawk. I got the information, but I thought I had it. I thought that I had it. That was amazing. Damn. That was pretty good. If you give me hiccups, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> That's a long intro. 50 seconds. Yeah? Damn. Damn. All right. So you gave me... An <laughs> okay, I'm not going to be that mean. I'm going to give you City of Blinding Lights by U2. Okay. And your station is... 99.9 Poof FM. Poof? Poof. Okay. Which stands for Peterborough's original online faction. <laughs> well, you just say poof. That's just the backstory. It's an online show. <laughs> okay. And it is, um, it's the morning gold rush. What? And you're obviously in Peterborough. <laughs> What? <laughs> the Morning Gold Rush. Okay. And um, it <laughs> is, um, and you 2 is coming to Peterborough that weekend. Because <laughs> they would, why not? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Do you remember what poof stands for? <laughs> Peterborough's original online faction. Exactly. <laughs> I don't have any good sound effects. So. Poof. <laughs> I gave you one there. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Three, two, Oh, is it yeah. starting? Hey guys, this is Val from 99.9 Peterborough's own original morning gold rush taking you all the way back to a goodie, but it's not so old that you guys forget about it. This is classic U2. You may have heard this song in Devil Wears Prada. It's definitely one of the headliners for any concert you do with them. U2's coming to your very own Peterborough stage soon, so we want to get you guys ready. This is Bono the Edge, Adam, and Larry Mullins Jr. with a hit song off How to Stop an Atomic Bomb. This is City of Blinding Lights with you 2 Just another scoreless track from 99.9 FM. This is City of Blinding Lights with you 2 Coming at you really well. I'm going to tell you about <laughs> another guy playing after me. This John is coming up with me with the hawk. But this is City of Finding Life by YouTube In the morning, Gold Rush, 99.9. FM in Peterborough. This one is even longer. Yeah. Uh... That was good, although you called it how to, like, automatically destroy a bomb. It's how to dismantle an atomic bomb. Eh. Something like that. I don't know. That was a tough one, though. That was so long. But thanks for... And I forgot it was an entourage. That was going to be my I next know, anecdote. I was, but I'm... I, you almost... Well, well, I'm only, like... What is it? I've gotten 12 right, 1 wrong? Yeah, but that one you could have been disqualified for bringing in help. No. The hawk? I didn't bring you in. You, you, you did it. This is true. All right, should okay. we do one more each? Yeah. Okay. 
Um. What are you thinking? Um, Fernando by ABBA. Okay. And then I don't. I feel like you've practiced all these songs. Then you do what? Pick your own song if you can. Give me my phone. Because if you want to do one that's really tough, do Horse Common by Jeff no. Wayne. <laughs> I don't <laughs> What do you think I say here again? Yeah. Hoping like Back to the Future references? Like I'm, I'm I don't know, you're pretty time. odd. Hold on. Where's my phone? Okay. Alright. Your it, song. Yeah. Will be This Town. This Town? By Blue Rodeo. Oh god, okay. Haha. <laughs> And then your show will be, um, what you want to call it, 92.1. Okay. The Sea. Okay. In St. John's, Newfoundland. Okay. You have to warn people about, um, the oncoming, uh, what is it called? Um... What is the thing where boats all come in together? Like catamarans? <laughs> I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> Hope I can be more okay, articulate. Either way, you have to tell people about the upcoming weekend water festivities. Okay. Can I just tell you one funny thing? Festive. Yeah. Uh, the iPad corrected St. John's Newfoundland mm-hmm. to St. John's Nice Found Land. <laughs> All right, but I hope this is, like, longer than a five-second intro. Who knows? In three, two, one. Hi there, there. It's John from St. John's, Newfoundland, 92.1 The Sea. Oh, and I know you all love this band just like me. This is Blue Rodeo's The Town. Oh. (laughs) I said it. This is Blue Rodeo's The Town. You weren't going to give you toast with anything. I five seconds. (laughs) Bonus points again for doing a Newfie new accent. Yeah, that was a leprechaun accent. <laughs> oh, it's a touch of the rainbow. Okay. <laughs> All right, since you screwed me over there. No, I didn't. I got one for you. Fine. <laughs> so you're going to do the song Horse Cell Common and the Heat Ray. What? I don't even know what. Horse. Horse Cell Common. Horse Cell. Common. Uh, Horse Cell Common. And the Heat Ray. And the heat way. By Jeff Wayne. Jeff Wayne. From the War of the Worlds musical. From, well, your dad's a jerk. I War and the, this stuff scares me. I'm, I, trust me, this is the best. Musical. I'm trying to brag my dad, I'm trying to, not brag my dad. <laughs> it's like, I'm what? trying to, what's this, I'm trying to get him to, Make it pop not approved by doing something for him. What's that? Why can I not think of the simple word? Bribe, bribe. him. <laughs> right. I'm bribing my dad. <laughs> and so you are on 84.6. Mm-hmm. Um, the Hobbit. Yeah. And you are in. You're in Toronto, Ontario, because why not? Okay. And. But this is like. Like a sci-fi station, obviously The Hobbit. Okay. So this is again, this is a musical about the War of the Worlds, about aliens taking over. Now I think the first five seconds is a man talking. We're gonna let him talk, and then music kicks in. Fine. Okay. And just have fun with it. That's what we're here for. So, hold on. 
I think a man talks. <laughs> this is creepy. Okay, I think you can just go. I have nightmares and kill you. Okay, it's not scary. Okay, I think you can just go. <laughs> this is so weird. <laughs> this is not a song. No, it is. This is fucking freaky. This isn't a song. This is a song. It's gonna kick. You making the face does not make it less scary. It's a song. A new song. <laughs> that failed. Okay. Your new song is "You Rock My World" by Michael Jackson. Yeah. All the same info. All the same info. Well, none of that worked out very well. You then. rock my world. Yeah. By MJ. Oh, that's yes. Midnight City. <laughs> Sorry. You ready? Yes. Hey guys, this is Val from 84.6 The Hobbit, formerly your one and only sci-fi station coming out of Toronto, Ontario. We decided to switch the format a little bit, so we got, you know, the king of pop coming up for you. This is You Rock My World by Michael Jackson, one of the solid 80s hits coming your way. Yep, he's all ready to give it to you. Uh, judges? Ding! <laughs> no way! I get it. Well, that is a controversial way to end Hit the Post for Season oh, 9. Let's do it. Let's hit the post. Hat trick, motherfucker. Well, that's probably the worst Hit the Post we've ever done, <laughs> but still fun I was fun thinking, I was like, controversial can lead me into my next story. Ooh, I like it. So, when I was in Quebec City, I always make a point of, like, John and I will always talk at night on Skype at some point. But I always know you're tired, and even though there was no time difference, I know it's always that weird, awkward, like, we both are just like, ugh. I want you to get some rest. Yeah, and so, you're like, I asked you about your day first, and then you're kind of like, in and out of, like, your story, and then you're like, so how was your day? And I was like, oh, you know, I'm like, flight was okay, blah, 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 and then our school's on lockdown, because like, there, there was a person who brought a knife and a gun to the school. What? And you were like, What? Right. Maybe lead with that next time. Yeah, and I was like, just started laughing, but at the same time, I was like, Tate's been really weird. Um, so I guess my like controversial story of the day is that it should be noted I'm not overly bilingual at all, but I was doing about a six-hour meeting all in French, which is good because it kind of one confirmed the fact that the education system failed me at Saint Martin's High School for French, but then also. Then I'm like, okay, now that half my job has to do with French, or Canadian French rather, um, just like reading and proofreading some stuff, um, I actually feel like, you know, my level of understanding is pretty good. For right? sure. And so this only helped to heighten the fact when we were told there was a person with a gun and a knife in this campus. Oh, and it was announced in French, I guess, over the PA Yeah, system. and so we were having like a boardroom meeting, with all these individuals who were speaking French, and it was me, my boss, and like a couple other individuals. And then it was this really awesome public school in like a very wealthy part of Quebec City. Yeah. And so I ended up just like kind of sitting there and I was taking notes and I would ask questions to some of like the English people right. based on what I was hearing. Then there was like this weird abrupt silence 
because somebody came into the room, told like the headmaster or something. Right. He ended up running out. Oh my and god. And then we we're like, uh, what's going on? So we didn't kind of pay attention to it. He comes back like 15 minutes later and he starts saying in French. And all I remember understanding was knife in French. What's knife in French? Uh, no, that's chicken. <laughs> and so, and also the last um, name of Frankie Poulet from the drummer from the yeah. darkness. And so I just remember him saying in the, like, uh, like the security. So it was like la sécurité, um, whatever on campus grounds or something. And like he said lockdown in English. Okay. And so I was just like, what the shit's going on? And I yeah. guess like between us and some of the other English-speaking participants in the room, we thought it was either the story was the person had come inside the school and we were in lockdown inside this room, or the person had come on campus and there's a ton of security so we can't leave the school. Right. So either way, the latter of the situations happened and we were stuck in the room for like another two hours or so, which was fine because we were having this meeting. But then we can hear, like, all the commotion outside. And then when we actually got outside out of this boardroom, there was so much security that I was, like, floored. And, like, it was a really beautiful area with, like, hills and, like, mountains and stuff in the background. So I'm like, oh, I hope they apprehend this person. Yeah, for sure. Like, there's infinite (laughs) amount of places for, like, this person to hide. Um, But there was, like, 14 cop cars and, like, a ton of security inside. Um, so I just was like, oh, I'm like, maybe I shouldn't lead John with this story. So I'll just talk about <laughs> the flight first yeah. and then like bury it in amongst others. Yeah, I try to slip it in there. Like I wouldn't catch it. But... No, because I felt bad. I was like, you never want you to worry when I go away. I'm like, always worried about I you. know. But I was like, last time when I was in Calgary, I was in a barn. And then this one yeah. I go to school. There's like crazy wielding knife person around. Well, let me ask you this because we both grew up and we'll take a, this is more of a serious side for a second side like more introspective Mm -hmm. we both grew up we were both in probably i was in grade seven i think it was in grade eight maybe you're in grade nine at the time Mm -hmm. when columbine happened yeah and that was like the first real big school shooting yeah they've been there before this was like the first real big one right and i was gonna ask you when you were in grade school or high school Mm -hmm. did you ever go into lockdowns for a like uh for practice like this is a practice lockdown mm-hmm. or did you ever have any real lockdowns in your school or, like anyone yeah. like, knives or guns or anything like that we had after columbine happened and i think i was in grade nine yeah um and this is like so profiling again i remember there was this guy in our high school he was probably a bit older than us yeah and he wore like a leather trench yeah. coat or yeah. whatever and he had like long hair and something and he was carrying like a duffel bag so maybe like Coming off of Columbine yeah. was a little bit more of a t- target, but um, I remember they had us all stay in our classrooms mm. because he either graffitied something on the wall, okay, or they saw him drop his bag somewhere. Right. But then they ended up sending us all home. Oh, for really? The day. Yeah, wow. and so it was like, okay, until further notice, you guys can't come back. So I think Miranda may have told this story once where it was, like, her and, like, our other friend Andrea just ended up, like, chilling somewhere. Yeah. And, like, I went home and whatnot. But I don't remember having, like, a that might have been the only lockdown we've had yeah. in a different way. What about you guys? <clears throat> yeah, we definitely, we had a couple different ones. There was, we had, like, the practice one where it's like, okay, lock your door. Mm-hmm. We had a couple where, like, cops would come in and be like, okay, they're, like, busting, like, yeah. the, I'm doing air quotes, like, the drug dealers or the, yeah. the dr- known drug people. But there was one I remember, uh, we had a lockdown, and I think it was 
I don't know if no one probably brought a gun, but it was an actual lockdown. I remember one guy in our class, this guy named Phil, he went to the washroom and he came back during the lockdown. He's like banging on oh, the door. Oh, no, that's so scary. And we're like, we can't let you in because, yeah. like, and he's like, what do I do? And we're like, go to the gym. And he's Aww. like, let me in. <laughs> Nothing bad happened. No, but still, that's so scary. But Why did he go to the bathroom? We just, it was like a bathroom break and then the lockdown happened. So oh, just bad. Okay. But I remember we also had, we had this guy and this girl who were dating who were like leather jacket people, yeah. like the long trench coats, and pe- there's always rumors mm-hmm. about them. And I remember, I think even my sister was still in school with me, Jen, she's four years older. I think when I was in grade nine, she was in OAC. I think there was a rumor where it's like, oh my God, on Wednesday, this guy and this girl are going to like bring a gun to school and start shooting. See, that nothing kind of happened, nothing but. happened, but it's also like... A t- like of the time it's like the matrix just came out yeah it was like end of the grunge era yeah, like yeah. it's one of those things like i don't know but we had one guy and i'm sure my older sister Je- i think he was there when my when, when she was there too mm-hmm. there's this one guy this tall pretty quiet dork kind of dorky looking guy but he always just held doors open for people okay. so like if let's say you're going up the stairs to the second floor if he got there, he'd hold the door until everyone went through. And he never talked. You'd say thank you. wouldn't say... Yeah. And he was just like a weird, creepy guy. And everyone's yeah. always like, oh my god, he's going to like knife you or something like that. I guess it's like one of those things where I remember reading an article in The Atlantic that it said like, if you don't have any social media accounts or yeah. something, you're a target. Right. Because right? you're just like, you're that much more creepy. Yeah. Kind of thing. Um, I don't know. I guess it is. It's like if you fly under the radar. But having said that... The dude who ended up, like, shooting up the theater yeah. during the Dark Knight or whatever. The Joker-looking guy. Yeah, he was, like, a neuroscientist. Right. Right? And, like, know. you just never know, right? Well, anyway, I don't want to get too much. That conversation then leads down to gun control. Yeah. It leads into this and that. I was just in, Sometimes I just... It's, like, oh, one of those stories. Sure. Just hearing... Because it's, like... Uh, my sisters are teachers. My whole family are teachers. You mm. know teachers. It's just, like... School, it should be a place where you go to learn and yeah. you build your soul. It's just sometimes it gets scary when you, especially in the States, where it's like every week something, something big, happens. whether it's at a college or, but it's like, oh my God, even here in Canada, like, of course, yeah, Canada, like I, it can I happen anywhere. I still remember after Columbine, and I think it's because people don't think that would happen in Canada because of gun control here. Yeah. But it was like, I think two weeks after Columbine, a, a school, an elementary school in Calgary had the same like shooting and there was right. like 12 deaths there or something. But either way, I think because we have Benjamin now and we have Savannah, yeah. I always get a little bit more nervous when I go into settings and shit like that happen. For sure. Um. So, yeah. But, on a brighter note, Quebec yeah. was like an amazing trip. Nice. Right? And so, I think if anyone hasn't gone to Quebec City in the fall, it's absolutely stunning. Um, it's just, it feels like a movie set, some of the shops there and just the architecture's absolutely cool. Yeah. We stayed at, um, the Hotel Le Charmey yeah. and it was really beautiful and it was just like cobblestone streets and just the artwork was so beautiful. Um, I got you some chocolates from oh. Le Chocolat Favori. And then six years of dating and the six plus years knowing each other, you learned something new about me this week. You like white chocolate. I like white chocolate. I like dark girls and white chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea you like white chocolate. Because I'm not a big chocolate person. Yeah. I'm more of a gummy person, but I fucks with white yeah. chocolate all day long. Well, I'll be very honest. Yeah. Um, this is me just not reading French properly, apparently. Yeah. When I picked that chocolate for you, yeah. I thought it was just plain milk chocolate. <laughs> so it was like milk chocolate right, right. or whatever. I didn't think it was white. Well, mm-hmm. it was and it was delicious. Yeah. So while you were gone, I took Thursday and Friday off because the Blue Jays games were on in their afternoon games. 
And so the one day I was like, okay, I really need to buy some new like fall outfits. Mm-hmm. I really, because I like your style, I want your outfits. I'm like, you got some really <laughs> nice gray jeans. In I'm a like, less, uh, less uh, cross-dressing, cross-dressing sort of way. I want your clothes, but in men's style. Yeah. So you have really great gray jeans, yeah. and I, I so I wanted gray jeans. And I wanted some sweaters. Yeah. So I go to the Eaton Center because I also had to buy I had to buy uh, printer cartridges. Turns out we had printer yeah. ink. I'm like, oh my god. Anyways, I went to H and M, and I'm like, oh my god, I found the gray jeans I like. But you know, yeah. obviously pants they'll have in North America. It's like thirty two, thirty two. It's like yeah. got two sides. It's got the width and the length. length. So I go and I see these gray jeans, and all I see is a thirty two. I'm like. Okay. Okay, but did they, you try them on? So I'm like, I th- these are the perfect skinny gray jeans that I want. Yeah. So I grab those. I grab a couple sweaters, a couple shirts, and I go into the change room. I'm very reluctant to go into change rooms. Usually I just buy stuff because I know my size. Okay. But I go in there, and first of all, I get into what is it with change rooms? That's like, I think I could spend a week in hell because it's not as hot as a change room. Some change rooms are really warm. Like I get in there and I'm just sweating. I don't know what it is, but I go in there. And the other problem was the change rooms at H&M at the Eaton Center are curtains. I hate curtain yeah. change. Because when I was waiting to go in, there's a change room directly in front of me. And I see this old man's, like, sack hanging Ew. out. Because it wasn't close. Why are you staring at him? <laughs> Why was I staring at him? <laughs> it's like uh, Medusa. You look her in the eyes and you turn to stone. I glimpsed an eye of this old man's sack. It's <laughs> so like you look at his sack and yeah. you turn to stone. His little beanbag is hanging out there. But it's because there was a mirror. Such a peeper. I know, old man bag. Ew. So anyway, ah, smoke is coming into the music room here. I was like, how did he get this far? I don't know. But anyway, so luckily I got a change room. Do you want to? You want me to? Any? Oh, sorry, no, guys. Anyway, there's just we can smell our Rastafarian neighbor smoke all the way in the music room. Okay. So. I'm in the curtain, and I take my pants off. I put my gray jeans on, and I'm like, shit. They're like the stretch fit kind. There's more Lycra in them. Yeah, they felt great around my hips, but they were so skinny (laughs) that this is when I realized I'm like, I think even though we don't necessarily look 30 years old, I'm like, I don't think I'm young enough to pull off these kinds of jeans. Yeah. They're like the ultra hipster, like super skinny. Like they hug... And I have skinny legs, which I like, but if I have really skin-tight pants, it looks too skinny on me. Yeah. And, I'm, and then I put on, like, this cool blue sweater, but it was also a little too tight. And I'm like, I just can't pull this quite not, this look yeah. off. I'm not this cool or this young anymore. Yeah. But also the mirrors in there, there was, like, panoramic mirrors, like, Whoa. almost to the top and bottom. Like, yeah. I was, like, whatever. And I'm like, this. the mirrors in this situation didn't make me want to buy the outfit. Because, you know, there's some change rooms where the mirrors oh, yeah. suck. I'm like, maybe I did look good in these. Like, we have our tall, skinny mirror in the living room, which I don't look good in. Mm-hmm. But the wider mirror by the dining room table, I look fantastic in. So anyways, I'm like, I can't pull off this outfit, and the mirrors fucked me over. <laughs> so I was all angry. I wanted so to buy all So you buy this. anything. No, and then I, went to, I bought one shirt, and then I went to the Gap afterwards. Took one look and walked out because I was so frustrated with life. I'm sorry. That's such a capitalist day. I know. First world problem. <laughs> But, so, we'll round this out. We have a few more things to talk about. We're already at an hour ten. Um, let's quickly talk a little bit of baseball. Okay. Because when you came back Friday, we saved the baseball game for when you got back. Yeah. And unfortunately, the first two games in Toronto for the first time in 22 years did not go so well. Nope. David Price lost the first game, and then we lost the second game in extra innings. And then, luckily, we came back and won game three yesterday. Mm-hmm. And as we said, we're right in the middle of game four. So do you have a game four prediction right now? 
Do you think we're, we're up 3 nothing in the first inning? Okay. Dickie said, on the mound. I always say this to you, and I said this to you previous to the game starting, is that somehow R.A. Dickey will always win the game, yeah. even though it'll end up being like he'll still let in six runs. Right. Somehow the Jays' offense will always come to bat for him. No, it's true. So, so I feel like we could win, and that'll just mean like, holy shit, we came back from nothing. Yeah, to force uh, five games. To force five games, which is amazing. I hope it goes that way. Yeah. But at the same time, because we did start watching hockey, yeah. I'm kind of like, okay, a little bit forgotten about the Jays now. You're the only person. Everyone else is like, I've forgotten about the Leafs or Senator. Everyone's yeah. like pro baseball. Um, I think the Jays will win today. And if we do go to five games and David Price pitches, do you think? What do you do? You think we'll we can come back and win it all with him? Or do you, what do you no, think? No, doesn't David Price suck in the playoffs? Yeah. He does. So okay, all in all, do the Jays make it out of the first round or do they not? What's your prediction? Not I'm, you. I'm gonna go with if they win this game, David Price will pitch his best playoff game ever and take it all. I'm gonna say they're gonna they're gonna win it all. Not win it all. They're gonna win this round. Okay. I'm I'm making it right How now. How much you want to bet? Dinner at the keg. Dinner at the keg. Done. Shake on. Shake it. on. Sorry, my hands are sweaty. Ew. <laughs> I'm nervous. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. Um. So yeah, no, it was fun. Um. What else happened? So let's talk. I just want to tell this one. Oh funny no! Did I burn myself? Oh my god! Where did that happen? I don't know. You did burn yourself again. <laughs> did you not put oven mitts when you went into the oven to get the turkey out today? get the turkey out it that is, is a, in line where i would have got burned yeah you have burns right there <laughs> right. so this is another valid dangerous story Nah. when your mom picked us up from the go train yesterday <laughs> here we are we're driving to your parents house and my mom no we took the train yeah to my to my parents house and then my mom came to pick us up and she's like hey val she's like do you want to drive home instead because john and i wanted to just run to the store um, before everyone came over for dinner. Yeah. Uh, so I jumped in the driver's seat. Yeah, and so on the way to your mom and dad's house, yeah. we're sitting there, we're talking, and all of a sudden I hear like this blood red shriek <laughs> scream. You're like, ah! <laughs> and something get has it off of me! Get it off of me! Get it off of me! Something lands. Here I am thinking maybe a spider, maybe there's a, a car snake. Car snake. So what was it that you almost swerved off the road? What landed on you that you were screaming at okay, the top of your lungs? First of all, first of all, I'm driving. We're having this calm conversation, and I see something falls from the roof. Okay. Of the, like this car. Oh my god. Right, and it falls on my like jean jacket lapel. I'm like, what the fuck? Oh my god, there's only three layers between your skin and your no, creature. Up. And so, okay, it was a ladybug. A ladybug. <laughs> First of the all. smallest little baby ladybug. Okay. But then I'm like, okay, get it off of me. Because the damn thing's like flying all over the place. And I was worried I was going to eat it. Yeah. Right? Because it was going to jump into my mouth because it kept popping all over the damn thing. Yeah, but I was going to say, you know how you keep it from jumping in your mouth? What? You keep your mouth closed. No, I'm freaking out. <laughs> so, it's a vicious cycle. Yeah. So then I was like, take it off of me. Yeah. Take it off of me. And then it crawled, hopped from my jacket lapel onto my tank top. Yeah. Right? Where it proceeded to hang out there. And so I was like, Mom, get it off of me. Get it off of me. And so, oh, not a good day for our chest. No. So then my mom with her, like, freaking, like, hoochie mama nails went and grabbed it off of me and like the fucking thing like maimed me and she pinched my chest as if it was like the nails of death into me and so I'm like I think I got like scarred like you did when that kid bit your nipple and so I'm like ah 
And so yeah, she's like, what? She's like, it's just a ladybug. Yeah, I'm like, she... that's not the point. But yeah, my like, I had like ladybug smear all Lady... over me. <laughs> I know, ladybug This is scary, guys. Have you ever eaten a bug? And I don't have, like, women's if a ladybug gave me Lyman's disease. Like, I don't have a good track record with no. bugs. Well, here's the great thing. First of all, it's called Lyme disease. Second of all, you want to get... Did you actually think it was Lyman's disease? Yeah. I thought you just said it as a joke. No. Oh, it's Lyme disease. Oh, okay. But it's L-Y-M-E, Lyme. Ah. And second of all, you can only get Lyme disease from a tick. Not, I don't know that. Not a ladybug. And you what have, if I get another infection from it? You can't. a ladybug. Oh, do you think I'd get an infection from whatever I got bitten out of? Of course party? I did. What about this one in my arm that's turning all red? Well, if it grows any bigger, we should probably take you to a doctor. Like I said, we live in the Western world where there is free health medication. <laughs> but what I was going to say is, you know there's some stat where it's like over your life you'll eat like 600 spiders or that's something disgusting. like that? Of course I've had a bug in my mouth. I've ridden bikes. I've been on car- cars that's where things disgusting. fly in your mouth. Like this shit happens, right? That's Okay, so let's. Uh, other thing I want to briefly touch on is whose snap is that? Bobby's. This is nephew Sam. Nice. Make sure he doesn't show the baseball game. No, he's watching. Ah, see? I told you. <laughs> Stay away. Do not write back. So, Anyways, we repainted the walls again this weekend. Yeah. How'd that go? So, okay, we painted the walls, I guess, like two podcasts ago, and I wanted to do this stripe motif. And then. Apparently, the paint I picked on the swatch, it was only one tone off, so there wasn't not enough of a contrast to see the darker stripe. So then, because John went out with the guys on Wednesday, I was like, fuck it. I'll just go to Canadian Tire, pick up some new paint, and I'll just do the wall in our dining room by myself, and he'll be none the wiser, because I'll clean up everything and it'll just be like nothing's happened, right? Yeah. And then I'll find a time to do the second large wall behind our couches. Yeah. And so I guess you did notice. Of course like, I did. It I was, don't know. It was completely two different. Before it looked like one color on a wall. Yeah. I come in, there's distinctly two colors. So why did you tell me you could see the t- the tones initially? Because I could. When I, it's like one of those paintings where you look at it and you see like a, like a picture inside of it. Okay. You know those paintings, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, I could see kind of two different colors originally, but you'd have to look for a second. But now? No, it's light and darker. <laughs> like, so it looks great, though. Basically, because we had the three-day off or whatever, John took one for the team and taped up the whole wall on Friday. I had to get creative. We ran out of the tape, so I had yeah. to kind of mess around with some uh, tape experiments. See, that wasn't the same tape. No, it wasn't. <laughs> so then Ooh. you ended up... No! That was it. That was <laughs> That's zombie. a zombie. Um, what you going to call it? But then, yeah, so you painted the other wall again, which is... It looks so much more badass. It's I'm excited to have everyone ruin it on Halloween. <laughs> which brings which us... Which brings us to <laughs> Halloween, which will be... So this is the finale. We'll probably pick back up... The day after, like November, the first Tuesday in November. Yeah. Because Halloween's on the 31st is a Saturday. So why don't we do it's our... It's amazing. It's amazing. We'll do the first episode back will be November, what, 2nd or whatever. Or uh, so why don't we tell people, we have, so go to at Val Gomez 23 on Instagram and go to Malencamp on Instagram. Today or tomorrow we will post our four potential Halloween costumes and you guys vote and tell us which one you think we should be. Totally. So the four choices we have, because it's hard... We want to be somewhat topical relevant, yeah. but then we also always try and do like interracial couples. And I think the best costume we ever had was probably for those Canadian kids who grew up 
in Canada. It's a movie making about making movies. <laughs> For people who grew up in Canada in the late 80s, early 90s, there was a show called Today's Special with a white mannequin dude who like fell in love with a black yeah. chick. <laughs> so basically, as long as there's one Caucasian person in any other ethnicity, that's yeah. what we mean by interracial. Yeah. So, so anyway, that was people stopped us on the streets like, oh my God, are you today special? Yeah. So here are the four costumes we have. Um, Sam Jackson and John Travolta from Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Uh, Juan Guzman and Pat Borders from your 1992-93 <laughs> World Series we- winning Blue Jays. Yeah. Eze and his white old manager <laughs> Jerry, Jerry Heller from NWA slash Straight Outta Compton fame. And last but not least, the American Dream Dusty Rhodes and his manager Sapphire. <laughs> so do you have a preferred one? Like, I think we both... I'm good. There's the two ones we both would want to do, I think. Yeah, so Pulp Fiction and uh, Easy yeah, and Jerry, Jerry Heller are my two, like, favorites. Yeah. I think it's just always what makes me laugh is that, like, you're lucky I am the type of girl I am because I always get the short end of the stick on all of our costumes. No, no, because Easy E is a better costume than Jerry Heller and Sam Jackson's better than John Travolta. Yeah. But I never get to be, like, a gl- glamified girl. Well, you don't want to be a glamified No, I don't want to, but I was... Last year, you again, you had a great... Oh, interracial... Co- interracial <laughs> couples costume with Ferris. Sharon Dion from Clueless. That was pretty glamorous. That was pretty badass. That was good. So, um, we've, you've had... Slash, we've had some good couples costumes. Yeah. Um, so, those are my two picks, but we'll post that on Instagram, I guess, next week, because we have to put out the invite for Halloween, too. We'll do that maybe later tonight. Yeah. So, we're at a buck 20. Do you want to talk season finale, or just say fuck it? Fuck it. Our stuff was way stronger than any totally. of that. Totally. So, it's what do you think of season nine? How's it been? Season nine has been really great. I think, for me, if you guys go back and listen, obviously, there was no cover art, because it's season. Oh, yeah. There's a season, if you missed it. Was we're busy, like, y'all. You we're, know we're, we're a done. bit busy, but good, you know, true we're to busy. us. We're busy. We've now taken our season 10 photos it's already. Dope. It's very Fashion dope. is on fleek. Yeah. Um, I think season 9 was a really great character arc for both of us. We've done a lot. We got you back to being you. Get back to being me. Uh, I do me. And you then, do you. I do me. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, fashion is on fleek. We saw some great movies. Yeah. Had some great friends on the podcast. We did some cool adventures. So mm-hmm. nonetheless, uh, season 10 will continue in much of the same fashion. I'm heading to Saskatchewan. To tomorrow. I'm heading uh, back to work tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm heading five day hiatus. Five, I know. It's mm-hmm. been like a mini vacation for me. But no. Season 10, like I said, we'll be back first week of November. Mm-hmm. We'll have Halloween stories, travel stories. There'll yeah. be lots of stories. There's a lot of stuff going on, even within the next two weeks in itself. Yeah. Um, so we're looking forward to coming back in three weeks. But if you guys obviously want to stay in contact with us you can check me out on instagram and twitter it's val gomez 23 you're acting like you've never done a podcast before i do the band of the week and then you give you contact i gotta go all right um i just want to say one thing i am excited no one thing i'm excited for us what for the season 10 it's going to be go throughout the end of december start january which means we'll do our best of 2015 oh so start thinking of your best tv shows albums songs movies but why don't we, we got get... got, like, concerts coming up, con- too. Holy we got three shit. concerts coming three up. Three concerts. Three we, really cool concerts. We have weddings still. We have Halloween All this parties. It's Season crazy. 10's bigger, better, and Stronger. blacker. <laughs> better. Yes. More, more, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, this week, Band of the Week, I'm very excited for. It's this band called Fake Shark. Okay. They're, like, a hipster. It's a mix of, like, MGMT and... Um, 
reggae kind of influence. <laughs> okay. So their song's called Cheap Thrills. It's okay. by Fake Shark. No further ado, let's get into it. It's the band of the week. Okay. So all the way to get in contact with us for the 15th time today, please give out your contact information. Uh, it's Valgomez23 on both Instagram and Twitter. And you can holler at your boy on Instagram and Twitter. I'm at Malencamp. Get me up to 82 followers. Yeah. And uh, Facebook.com slash live at 605 for all your mean needs. So until next season, I'm your podcaster, John. I am Val.